Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Kim G, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Friday, September 18th, 2015. We are reading from the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and we are on page XI, the preface to the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, the second paragraph, which begins, because this book has become the basic text. The readers for today are for the steps, Mary H., for the traditions, Lisa H., and reading the text will be Susie K., Rebecca F., and Chrissy M. Reference for yesterday, Thursday, September 17, 2015, is 8004. That's 8004. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Mary H. to read the 12 steps of OA. Good morning, Mary H., recovered compulsive overeater from Northern California. Step one, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Came to believe, two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out, and 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Pass. Thank you, Mary H., and will Lisa H., would you please read the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous? 
Good morning. Uh, this is Lisa H., grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from West Tennessee. The 12 traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous, except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Lisa H. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions of recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep keep sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing, and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To press to share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. muted. Today we resume our study of the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. In the preface on page XI, we're going to start at that second paragraph that begins because this book has become the basic text with that paragraph for context, and we're going to read through four full paragraphs. And Susie Kay, will you get us started? Good morning. Um, Susie Kay here, Grateful Recovered Compulsive Eater in Maine. Because this book has become the basic text for our society and has helped such large numbers of alcoholic men and women to recovery, there exists strong sentiment against any radical changes being made in it. Therefore, the first portion of this volume 
describing the AA recovery program has been left largely untouched in the course of revisions made for the second, third, and fourth editions. The section called the doctor's opinion has been kept intact just as it was originally written in 1939 by the late Dr. William D. Silkworth, our society's great medical benefactor. The second edition added the appendices, the 12 traditions, and the directions for getting in touch with AA. But the chief change was in the section of personal stories, which was expanded to reflect the fellowship's growth. Bill's story, Dr. Bob's nightmare, and one other personal history from the first edition were retained intact. Three were edited, and one of these was retitled. New versions of two stories were written with new titles. 30 completely new stories were added, and the story section was divided into three parts under the same headings that are used now. In the third edition, part one, Pioneers at AA, was left unchanged. Nine of the stories in part two, They Stopped in Time, were carried over from the second edition. Eight new stories were added. In part three, They Lost Nearly All. Eight stories were retained. Five new ones were added. This fourth edition includes the 12 concepts for world service and revises the three sections of personal stories as follows. One new story has been added to part one, and two that originally appeared in part three have been repositioned there. Six stories have been deleted. Six of the stories in part two have been carried over. Eleven new ones have been added, and eleven taken out. Part three now includes 12 new stories. Eight were removed in addition to the two that were transferred to part one. So I'm Susie Kay, Grateful Recovered Compulsive Eater in Maine. And um, I think, you know, basically, um, again, the first 164 pages have remained intact. This is our um, program for recovery. It tells us how to go about doing the 12 steps. And so um, these last few paragraphs are rather really talking about the pages after page 164, the remainder of the book, and um, how these uh, stories of recovery that are contained in that portion of the book um, have continually been updated as they have um, produced uh, new editions of the book. So in that way, um, through these stories, they are trying to transmit the hope of recovery to an evolving membership, um, one that has continued to change through the years. And um, the the message in the first 164 pages, I think, remains as current as ever. Um, but I am grateful that um, the remainder of the book, those the, that they have have changed over the years, and and so that I can relate um, in my recovery, and I pass. Thanks. Thanks, Susie K. LCM. Nessa R. Paula D. Okay, right now I have Charles H. LCM, Nessa R, Paula D, and Vasa O. 
Anyone else want to get in the lineup? Okay, we'll start out with Charles H. Go ahead, Charles. Thank you. Thank you, um, Kim G, for your service. Charles H., a recovering visionary on the line. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of... It's a lot of information packed in here. Um, the most important uh, piece for me is, you know, um, the first 164 pages kept intact, the doctor's opinion uh, kept intact. Um, thank God for that, right, because if, if that message wasn't kept intact, I probably wouldn't know what I'm up against. <laughs> I probably wouldn't know, you know, and, and, and of course, um, this this is a basic text uh, that helps such a large number of alcoholic men and women. Um, truth be told, uh, any advice that any individual has, they can utilize this basic text and be recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. You know what that means to me? It just doesn't mean physical. Uh, it, it, it means everything. It means, it, it, you know, the thing, it, it reminds me of page 64, uh, the things that in me that was blocking me. This, this, this book, these prefaces, purge me of all these things that have been uh, blocking me, all these bedevilments that, that's uh, located on page 52, one day at a time, like, uh, yeah, they don't, they, they, I'm unblocked. And if I follow the process, you know, like how Dorothy followed the yellow big road? If I follow this process, you know, one day at a time, you know, I can live. You know, you know, and this is the message that I, that I bring to those 2% meetings, the ones where, you know, they talk about their cat and they talk about, you know, um, their boyfriend just left them and they talk about they lost their job and they talk about loved ones lost. The steps are solutions to every problem solved. This this path, this this yellow big road, if I stay on it, um, will allow me to um, go through life, even if you know my cat got sick, or all those scenarios that I just gave you. So with that, I'm gonna pass. Thanks for allowing me to um, have a voice this morning, G, and have a great day. Thanks, Charles H. And next, we're gonna have LCM, who will be followed by Nessa R. Elsie, you're up. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. My name is Elsie M. from outside Philadelphia, and um, thank you for the opportunity to share this morning. I think that the most powerful words to me in the four paragraphs that we just read were basic text. Um, I had been in another fellowship for a long time before I came into OA, and I have heard people talk about the big book, and I had read it um, from cover to cover, and I'd even taken sponsees to it. But I hadn't really looked at the 164 pages of the big book and, and even, you know, the pages before that all the way to the cover page that it was a basic text until that was pointed out to me in this meeting. And um, it really kind of set me straight that if I do what it says in this book and I follow the suggestions, very heavy suggestions, then I will have what others have that I want and that I, too, can be recovered. And that was a really simple but yet amazing concept for me. And um, I had trusted in the fellowship, but I hadn't put enough stock into trusting in the process of the, of the program as it's written here. And I was using the rooms as a diet with group support. 
And so when I was taught how to use this basic text and how to follow it, um, paragraph by paragraph, and now that's what I do with my sponsees as I walk them through it, paragraph by paragraph, then that's when things really started to change in my life. And um, I'm forever grateful for that. And yet I have probably gone through the this meeting, the big book, at least three times. Probably this might be my fourth or even fifth. And yet I still learn something new every time. And that's the beauty of it. So it's really a wonderful way to, to uh, get to that place of recovered. And I'm grateful to be a part of it all. Thank you so much. And I pass. Thank you, LCM. Next, we have Nessa R., who will be followed by Paula D. Morning, Nessa. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Uh, this is Nessa R., um, recovered in Toronto, Canada. I um, I read, the way I read the, the preface and, and all the forwards, there's like three major concepts that jump out at me. One is, as has been shared already so beautifully, the fact that this is a basic text, which implies a set of instructions uh, which, when followed, lead to a particular result. In this case, the instructions are the steps and the details in, about completing the steps, and the result is being recovered um, and staying recovered. The other concept is the fact that, you know, the first 164 pages have never been changed, never, ever, ever been changed. And when something doesn't get changed, it's because it works. You know, things are constantly in our day and age, you know, new and improved and you know, new things come out and things fade away. And, you know, when something when something's not working, it either disappears or it gets changed. This has not, never, gotten, never been changed because it works. If I follow the instructions in the basic text, it works. And the third concept is the, the tremendous growth that uh, not only the Fellowship of LAA has um, experienced, but you know, all the other fellowships that have sprouted all over the, 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 the place for different substances, you know, the growth to different, different countries, different languages, different cultures. Um, why does something grow? Because it works. Again, you know, we've seen so many, like, fad diets, you know, come and go, you know, over the decades. I know I tried all of them, and nothing, nothing worked. Nothing worked. And now you cannot even find those books in libraries anymore. You know, like they're not even a footnote in history. And yet, these 164 pages have withstood the test of time. You know, about 80 years, uh, the tremendous growth uh, not being changed because this basic um, textbook of instruction really works. That definitely was my experience. I tried everything I could think of except surgical intervention. Nothing could take off my extra 70 pounds, and more importantly, nothing could keep them off, um, you know, because my mental obsession was just raging. Now, after following and continuing to follow this set of instructions in the basic text, I'm in a, spa- I'm in a place of neutrality with regards to the food that I never even thought possible. Um, with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Nessa R. And next is Paula D., who will be followed by Vasa O. Hi, Paula. Good morning, Kim. And this would be Paula D. And first, I want to start with thank you. Thank you for where we are in this book. And uh, my name is, as I said, Paula D., and I am from New Hampshire. And I am recovered by the grace of God. 
You know, we began this this book, and we see it has helped such large numbers of alcoholic men and women to recover. There exists strong sentiment against any radical changes being made in it. This is 1939. No, this is 2015. And here we are. Large numbers of alcoholic men and women to recovery. It does the same thing. It leads you and guides you through the words, but more than the depth of the words. But as we go on here, it goes on to talk about the personal stories. Now, that changed. Just as on here, how many of us could speak our personal story. But can I just take a moment, and I'm just going to go to page 29. Each individual in the personal story describes in his own language and from his own point of view the way he established his relationship with God. So we see here that some things change and some things don't. Oh, yeah, the names, the times, the dates. But, oh, this is the strength of this program. This is where it begins. God doesn't change. And it doesn't change here. And I love, I love the way it ended so, so beautifully on this preface. It goes on to tell you again, part one, part two, part three. Yeah, we all have a part, don't we? Thank you for allowing me to share. With that, I do pass with a heart full of gratitude. Thank you, Paula D. And next we have Vasa O, and then we'll be opening it up for additional shares. Good morning, Vasa. Good morning, Katie. Thank you for your service. And I am Vasa O, Recover Compulsive, Compulsive Ovita, calling from Massachusetts. And this is so much intact in this 164 pages. And as everybody shared, it hasn't changed, you know, since 1939, 35, I believe, yeah. But anyways, I was, um, uh, I was so excited to hear the solution, the instructions, the recipe, you know, after struggling with the food addiction for 25 years of, 25 years of my life, you know, and I came to the end of me, you know, there was just, just nothing more left. And I thank God again for many, many times for bringing me into over Eaters Anonymous, you know, and I wanted to recover so bad, you know, and I wanted to do what these hundred uh, men and women did to recover. And uh, I read the book right from the beginning to the end. And my English was not really that good years ago, you know. But I remember reading over and over, trying to look up words and what it meant, and reading the stories in the back, you know. I don't read the stories in the back as much because I can hear the stories alive at this meeting, you know, or anywhere I, or any meetings that I go, people that struggle with food addiction, it's the same thing over and over, you know. And the pain, the suffering that people go through and they're still going through. And here we're just trying to help out. Like, I was helped. But my, I, I was helped. God put people in my life to help me. Um, it Again, for me, I did come for the physical, you know. I didn't understand the mental obsession and, uh, you know, the spiritual part, but I'll just wrap it up. God brought me to understand gradually one day at a time. So thank you for letting me share that pass. Thank you, Vasa O. And who else would like to share on the paragraph read? Melissa C. Santa H. This is Brenna. Can I share? Mary Kay. 
Okay, I missed one person, I think, so let me see where I'm at. I heard Marcella, and then I heard Melissa C., but I think I heard someone on top of Marcella. Was there someone I missed between Marcella and Melissa C.? Mary Sally. Kay. Sally. Mary Kay, I got you at the end there. Who was the, the other person? Santa H. Well, let me tell you who I got, then we can just go from there. I have Marcella, Melissa C., Santa H., Bella, and Mary Kay. So did I miss somebody? Okay, yours are working good today. Okay, so we're going to go Marcella, Melissa C., Santa H., Bella G., and Mary Kay. Marcella, you are up. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for your service. My name is Marcella, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. I'm calling from Boston. Um, so the notion that we have a basic text in front of us that has been proven and proven over the last 80 years, and, and it keeps working. And it, it has been translated to 69 languages, and it applies and, and it works for every single addiction known to humankind. Um, that is, that, oh, that the, the effectiveness is very clear to me. Now, the word basic also tells me that it's basic, so it's for beginners. If I, I mean, I could rename the, the, the basic test as this is recovery for dummies, and I'm one of them. First of all, I'm a preschool teacher, so I have the tendency to oversimplify things over and over again because I spend my life with three-year-old people. And then uh, English is not my first language, so I also have the tendency to, to say things in a very simple way so that I can understand myself. Well, the big book is, is like that. It's basic. It's not difficult. It's not deep philosophical school of thought. It's not like the most advanced modern psychiatry. It's not theological like dissertation. It's basic. How difficult can it be if it started with a conversation between two drunks, one of which was still drinking? It's not difficult. It's accessible. It's doable. Anybody can get it from any background, from any culture, from any country. As about the stories, I really like hearing about the stories because when I, sometimes every once in a while, I, I find somebody who thinks that he's a scholar in the big book. But let me tell you, nobody can be a scholar in the big book because in order to be a scholar in the big book, you need to learn 69 languages and understand by experience, like with, with like cultural, contextual experience, 69 ways to approach, 69 groups of people to approach this way of life. Because all the stories in the translations of the big book are different. Like, like the stories in Spanish from Spain happen in Spain. The, the, the stories of the, the Spanish in Latin America happen in, Me in Mexico, in Colombia, in Peru, in Medellin. And the stories of Russia happen in Russia. And the stories from Germany happen in Germany. So nobody can be a scholar. We, we have all been granted a little door to approach the infinite, endless bounty of the world of the spirit. Each one of us has its own story. I love what I, I heard, that, that we can hear the stories live. And they're happening not right back then, but right here, right now. Yesterday in my face-to-face -face group, of my big book study, I, um, somebody said that the fourth dimension of the spirit is being catapulted to the right here, right now. Right here, right now, I'm recovered, which means I'm not, all of my symptoms of my deadly disease are gone. I'm not hungry. I'm not anxious. I'm not afraid. I know what I ate. I know what I'm going to eat. I feel safe and protected with you. The flow of the higher power is going through me. 
and have the ability to pass this on. Life is good. It's worth living. And I can't wait to see you live in a few days, in a few weeks. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Marcella. And next we have Melissa C. followed by Santa H. Good morning, Melissa. Hi, good morning. This is Melissa C., a recovered compulsive overeater in New York. Um, and, uh, you know, it's the, the beginning of the book, uh, the part that we really study is the part that's not changed. And uh, that's where the directions lie. And so the directions remain constant and the same. And what can change or what can evolve is the people that, you know, have recovered because of these directions. And so that's, the, you know, the portion of the book that's growing and changing. Um, you know, and, and so when I first kind of stumbled upon this book, um, it was many years ago at an OA meeting. I was handed um, the gray sheet and this book, and, um, and my focus was on the gray sheet. You know, I took my directions from a diet. I still had a diet mentality. And and so that did not sustain me because that's not that's not the complete direction. That might be you know something for for somebody who just has um, a mild problem. You know, like a heavy drinker can can have a diet, um, but I needed something that had depth and weight. I needed the instructions in this book, and so. Many years later, when I became desperate enough to really read it and listen and stop looking, um, you know, I wanted, for many years, I wanted to change the directions. I was, you know, somehow so unique that these directions couldn't apply to me. I was different. And, um, but desperation brought me to recognize that I am not different. Um, you know, my story might be different. That's the part that can evolve and change. But the directions, mm-mm, they apply for me entirely. And so I'm so grateful that that part, you know, is, is there. And it's a simple text. And, you know, so when I work with people, um, it's right there. I don't have to tweak anything. I don't have to make anything up. Um, that text is provided for me. And thank you with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Melissa C. We have Santa H. followed by Bella G. Good morning, Santa. Santa, hit star one to unmute, please. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now, friend. Go ahead. Okay, thank you so much, Kim. Good morning to you and everyone on the line, and thank you so much for your service today. I just wanted to chime in on on these two these paragraphs because um, I I liked when I went through the steps with my sponsor the very first time she referenced quite a bit um, stories um, beyond 164 pages that really brought the first 164 pages to life for me and it was supplemental um, and then what I've discovered today is that I, I use that same practice when I'm sponsoring with other people, just to give some examples. Um, in the story, there's a lot of information about step one, and I have found that it has been helpful um, in passing on um, that to fellows and programs. Um, I really enjoyed 
one of my favorite stories is um, acceptance was the answer. A lot of useful stuff in that. Um, and I still use that today in my program um, as a recovered person. And also, um, you know, we know Bill's story is a part of the first um, section of the book, but I also encourage my, um, my sponsees to read Dr. Bob's story. You know, let's find out about Dr. Bob. I mean, even though his story is not in here, we all have a story. So I don't require it of them, but I do encourage them to read that. And then also uh, another example is um, I like the story um, which fits. You know, when we get into we as Gnostics, um, our southern friend. So I would encourage my sponsors to go ahead and read his story in full detail so you can get more out of it. I really think by reading some of these stories that kept, that are in there, it has helped me and helped others to bring the book to life and to really help them to get more of a vision, a vision of what's happening here. And then finally, I, I, um, I, I was sharing with a, a, a new sponsee, and she came out to me and said, wow, I didn't do some of the things you did with food. I am not that bad. And I took her to They Stopped in Time, and I had her read that out loud. And I said, see, you're on these pages. You didn't, you didn't have to go to the depth that I had to go through to to become um, to realize that I needed this program. So we all have a place. And I have found those stories to, of course, they're not required, but they really have helped me and helped many to get through this process and to really bring this book alive and to really identify in as well. And I just wanted to point that out that, you know, although the 164 pages is what is required to get through the steps, but those stories are very, very helpful. It has helped me and helped many others. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Santa. And Bella G, you're up, followed by Mary Kay. Good morning, Bella. Good morning. Thank you, everybody, and thank you, Kim, for doing this service. My name is Bella G, and I am a thankful recovered compulsive overeater. Wow, I love those paragraphs. And it's very interesting because we live in a society that we all are looking for new things all the time. And all things are not, are not good anymore. We are looking for new cars. We are looking for new cells. We are looking for new uh, wash machine. Everything is new. And it's very, very interesting that this book even though it's so old and even though it was written for so many years ago in completely in a different society that today it's still the 164 pages didn't change. And how come? Because the 164 pages are dealing with the truth and a truth and a true you don't change. And what is the true? The true is that we are human. And the, the word human means so much. It means to accept ourselves that we are human. We are not perfect. We have limitations. And this program gives us the opportunity to learn all the time. To learn all the time because we don't know everything. And we always can learn from everything and from everybody. And why? Because I learn to be connected to a higher power. And the higher power that I call him God 
He is perfect. And today I choose to be connected. And these 164 pages teach, teach me that, you know, my, pro my problem is not the food. My problem, the food is only a symptom. And by being connected to the higher power, I learn to accept myself the way I am and to deal with the, with life, with the real life and not with the old cover up. And these things, the, the, the real truth, you don't have to change. You don't have to change because this is the truth. Thank you for letting me share and I pass. Thank you, Bella G. And next is Mary Kay, and then we're going to continue with the second reader after Mary Kay. Go ahead. Good morning, Mary Kay. Good morning. Thank you so much for your service, and thank you for everyone on the line. Um, I thought I would want to put my voice in here this morning as someone really new to the rooms um, and to encourage others that are out there new to the rooms. I'm a storyteller, and literally, and the my book has already has physical images in it that are really, really tangible to me. My my first big book, I, I never even heard of the 12 Step for Compulsive Overeaters. And when I was led to this program and actually started my path on the uh, 7th of June this year, so less, you know, just a little more than three months, um, and I didn't get into uh, big book studies until I found a sponsor. It took me a while, and through the through the OA rooms, I found a sponsor who said they were sponsoring by the big book. And I learned the phrases uh, from the the years of experience on this room, and that gave me hope and things like that. And but my first big book, I ordered it online. Didn't really know what I was ordering, and it happened to be a softbound copy. And I want to tell you folks, because I'm coming to a conference too, and I'm going to bring it, because in less than two months, the tip of the book has fallen apart because I use it so much. It's taped. It's written in all over. And it's only two months old because it's that valuable of a textbook. And, and then it doesn't escape me how God, of my understanding, chooses to put other things in my in my life and just this past Sunday I was given a hardback copy of the big book and I was so excited because now I've been in these rooms and we were starting over again this week so starting this week just this week I have my hardback of, of, of the chip of the book, the basic instructions, that I can start all over again. And I'm going to use it so much, eventually it's going to fall apart too. But my little book will always stay with me because it is a physical message from God how much I needed it. And, and how much it's with me, and the lessons and the words are there with me. And um, I didn't say I'm calling from upstate New York, and I thank you very much, and I can't wait to see you all at conference in October. And I pass. Thank you, Mary Kay. I actually have in the front of my big book written, a big book that is falling apart often belongs to someone who is not. Love that. So we're going to continue now with Rebecca F. reading the last paragraph 
on Roman numeral XII. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning, everyone. This is Rebecca F., Recovered Compulsive Overeater from Connecticut. All changes made over the years in the big book, A. All changes made over the years in the big book. Okay, I'm covering up a parentheses. AA members' fond nickname for this volume have had the same purpose to represent the current membership of Alcoholics Anonymous more accurately and thereby to reach more alcoholics. If you have a drinking problem, we hope that you may pause in reading one of the 42 personal stories and think, yes, that happened to me. Or, more important, yes, I've felt like that. Or, most important, yes, I believe this program can work for me, too. And I'm getting goosebumps. Um, They kind of bring it to a crescendo here at the end where it starts out with, um, let's see, First, they hope you might think, and then more important, they hope you might feel, and then most important, they hope you might believe. And um, that happened to me, and I know it's happened to many, many people when it comes to our eating problem, just like it did for these alcoholics with their drinking problem, because addiction is addiction is addiction. And um, we're taught that identification is uh, the means to which this program works. It's a program of attraction, not promotion. So rather than standing on a soapbox and trying to get people to do what we know they should do to make their lives better, we simply share our experience strength and hope, just like the 42 authors of the stories in the back of the book did. And um, hopefully uh, those stories will make an impression on those who are still suffering, like all of your stories have made an impression on me uh, that I could relate. And um, as it says in this book, frothy emotional appeal doesn't seem to work with us, but when one person works with another alcoholic, whether it be in the pages of this book or on the telephone or face-to-face, by the grace of God, we might be touched and believe that this program will work for us too. And I'll pass. Thank you, Rebecca F. And who would like to share on the paragraph just read? Sally. Oh, my goodness. I thought people would be jumping all over this. We have Sally. Anyone else? Sarah W. Sarah W. Anyone else? Sharon H. Leah. Sharon H. Leah M. Anyone else? That might bring us to the hour. Anyone want to sneak in there? Celeste. I'm sorry, Celeste, is I here? Yes, Nicole S. Nicole S., okay. Thank you. So we, the lineup is Sally A., Sarah W., 
Sharon H, Leah M, and Nicole S. So Sally A, you're up first. Thank you, Kim. Good morning, and thank you for your service, Kim. I'm Sally A, recovered compulsive overeater in South Jersey, and so we've been reading in the preface um, the changes that have been made, but only to the stories. They've been very clear that the instruction manual aspect of this book, which is the first 164 pages, has not been touched and has been kept kindly and for all of us intact. And so on page 29 in the second full paragraph, it tells us why these stories, these personal stories have changed. Page 29, each individual in the personal stories describes in his own language and from his own point of view the way he established his relationship with God. This, these give a fair cross-section of our membership and a clear-cut idea of what has actually happened in their lives. So there in that paragraph, they're letting us know why these changes, the changes that are mentioned here at the bottom of this page, have been made through the years from page since 1939 all the way until this last printing in 2001 and even, even moving forward. So for myself, I realized that it took me a long time to realize, first of all, that something was wrong with my relationship with my higher power. And sadly, it's because I didn't know how to set aside what I thought. I was so positive, sure, that my relationship was exactly what my relationship was supposed to be. But thank God for this book. This book is reaching out to each of us individually, and it's honoring our differences. It understands some are very young, some are much older, some have different cultures that are going to identify with all these different personal stories in the back of this book. And so this book was very carefully crafted in order for us to get well and to identify in from wherever we stand, whether it's a high-bottom food addict or a low-bottom compulsive overeater. This book is such a precious gift to us, and it's constructed with a lot of care and love. And, and in, in each and every change, they've brought into the uh, equation the fact that there are going to be different populations of people. And I'm so grateful for the love and care that went into this book for me and for all of us. Thanks for letting me share. With that, I pass. Thank you, Sally A. And now we have Sarah W., who will be followed by Sharon H. Good morning, Sarah. Sarah W., can you hit star one to unmute? Okay, Sharon H., are you available? And I'll switch you guys, see if Sarah's having a problem with technical stuff. Sharon H., are you available? Uh, yes, Amy, this is Sharon. Do you want me to go ahead? You go ahead, and I'll call Sarah after you. Okay, all right. Um, <clears throat> thank you for your service, Amy. And this is Sharon H., Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Colorado. Thank you, God. And um, I just am going to zero in on those yeses. <laughs> if you have a drinking problem, we hope that you may pause in reading. <clears throat> 
one of the 42 personal stories and think, yes, that happened to me, or more important, yes, I have felt like that, or most important, yes, I believe this program can work for me. And, um, you know, I began listening to this program in July of 2012, so now we're heading into the beginning of the fourth time going around, and I am so grateful uh, because I had um, I've been in these 12-step rooms for many years, but I never could get abstinent and stay abstinent. I didn't. Uh, I just was so frustrated and had become such a cynic by the time I started listening to this program. So I'm just so grateful that um, <clears throat> this other uh, big book study that I go to. Uh, we have read the first five stories in the big book, and now we are heading back to begin in the beginning, and I'm so excited that I will be there to be able to go through it from the beginning because um, I, too, have such fond remembrances of some of these uh, stories in the book um, that touched my heart very much over the years. Freedom from bondage, acceptance is the answer, um, you know, something about getting sober, couldn't get sober. Um, but anyway, what I want to share is that we're beginning the book again, and I just want to reach out to those new people or people like me that have been around for years and just were not able to get abstinent and stay abstinent. This is what happened to me when we began reading from the beginning of this book. And so... I'm so grateful to be a part of uh, this membership. I am so grateful that now I have been given that freedom that I thought was never going to be an option for me. And um, so with that, I pass. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Sharon H. And before I ask Leah M., Sarah W., were you able to unmute? Thank you, Kim. I'm so sorry. I, I lost the connection. Um, and that has happened to me before. <laughs> this is Sarah W., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Um, you know, I'm glad that uh, was mentioned about freedom from bondage because it's one of my very favorite stories, too. And, you know, uh, I, I like the very last two sentences. Yes, I felt like that, or most important, yes, I believe this program can work for me, too. Um, you know, I've heard people say we come in for the vanity and we stay for the sanity. And, and really, I think that really sums it up for me. Um, you know, I can go on a diet and lose weight. I just could never keep the weight off. Um, I would have a, a year, uh, but, you know, my, my compulsive behaviors would come back around the food. And on top of that, the sanity was never there. Um, really, for me, this is really a program for you know, that helps me live because my whole problem is I don't know how to live life on life's terms. And I wanted to just, um, uh, we don't ever talk about this story, but there's a story in the back of this book called AA Taught Him How to ha Taught Him to Handle Sobriety. And it is an absolutely beautiful story. And I think that's the crux of it. You know, how do we handle being sober? Because when I'm using food or whatever, I'm numbing myself because I don't want to feel, I don't want to think. And when I stop using, it's when I get very uncomfortable. And really, that's what the steps do. They allow me to become comfortable. So I'm grateful for 
the opportunity to just say that basically the big book is a blueprint for living. It allows me to learn how to live, uh, to um, find answers to whatever problems come up in my life, and to really um, be able to become an active uh, contributing member of society and, and have a purpose. And with that, I pass. Thank you, Kim, for your service. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you, Sarah W. And we're going to have Leah M. And we'll finish up the meeting with Nicole S. Leah M., go ahead. Thanks so much, Kim. If you have a drinking problem, we hope that you may pause in reading one of the 42 personal stories and think, yes, that happened to me, or more important, yes, I felt like that, or most important, yes, I believe this program can work for me too. Um, you know, that's why the identification aspect of the program of recovery is so unique and so important. Um, you know, we've been spoken to before by physicians, family members, you know, uh, all kinds of doctors, people that loved us, friends, you know, don't eat, don't eat, don't eat, don't eat, don't eat, don't eat. <laughs> but how about somebody uh, who has been in the um, hell of compulsive overeating and has been rescued from that? That's a special message. That's a very unique message. And that is a 12-step call, and that was the purpose, of course, in the early edition, uh, was to have stories, to reach out to people, um, and to tell them there is a way out. And, of course, these stories continue to do that. And, you know, whether it's the stories in the back of the book, which now, you know, uh, reach uh, all kinds of people and are from all, you know, parts of the globe, the bottom line is the same. This is such a miraculous opportunity, a miraculous program. Um, you know, it enables people of all sorts and of all kinds, all different backgrounds, people who would normally not mix, and despite all the odds, experience change like nowhere else. You know, so whether you're reading in the back of the book or you have an opportunity to be on the line and hear the variety of voices, um, you know, we come together and we form a picture of hope. You know, when I said I was not going to eat like that, when I said I wasn't going to act like that, when I said I was no longer to dig, dig my fist down cellophane bags and boxes, I meant it. <laughs> I really, really meant it. And then I ate again and again and again and again. You know, and if that's your story, you know, I, I uh, say to you, you know, Listen to the voices on this line. Read the stories in the back of the book. You know, it's a beautiful song. It's a song that perhaps, you know, will touch you in a way, your ears of the soul, so to speak, where you will surrender <laughs> and give yourself over to the program of recovery because, you know, there's a special power that occurs through the implementation of these steps where you can be freed uh, from the bondage of compulsive overeating. You know, we're not special people here. We, haven't, we don't have special credentials. We haven't been chosen. We're not the select few. You, too, can recover. I want to welcome all the newcomers, tell you that your chances of recovery are 100% if you work it 100%. And with that, I pass. Thanks.
Thanks, Leah. Um, and Nicole S., we are in overtime, but if you can maybe do a, two quick min a quick two minute share, let's get you in. Go ahead, Nicole. Hi, this is Nicole S., I'm a recovered compulsive reader. Um, I'll be quick. I was just going to share on the last sentence, and I really like that about on um, how we can relate to this. And um, when I first came into OA in 2001, I got had the third edition big book, and I remember that. I didn't really follow the directions in it, and I would go through, and every time I wrote alcohol, I would cross it out and change it to compulsive eating, because I thought, I, I can't relate to this, this is to alcoholics, I'm different, and um, since I've really been a student and studied this book, I realized that this, um, just these stories are written to me, I can relate, and um, when, and I can be the one at the bottom where it says, yes, I believe this program can work for me too, so it's been a process of realizing, yeah, I can relate. I under, you know, I I've done that. I'm like that, and um, and then believing that yes, this can work work for me. This is a tried and proven method if I follow the directions. And um, that's all I have to share. With that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole S. And thank you to everyone who has shared. We have over 20 voices sharing. We have almost 300 people listening live. And a special thank you to those who are listening on the recording right now. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. We will now close with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Chrissy M., could you please read A Vision for You, Our Book is Meant to Be Suggestive Only. Sure. Chrissy M., Recovered Compulsive Reader and Anorexic from New Jersey. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. So, I mean, see to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is a great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.